So hello and a warm welcome to our next episode in our second series of PCS pods called What Property. So I am Kate Forsdyke and I'm a director of PCS Legal and today I'm joined by Clara Downton from Downton Mortgages and Financial Services and we are going to talk about equity release mortgages. So welcome Clara. Thank you for coming in today. So my first question really is what is an equity release mortgage? Well, an equity release allows individuals aged 55 and over to release money from the property they live in without having to make any monthly payments, although the option is there to make partial payments and potentially interest payments, depending on the terms of the mortgage. There are two types of equity release, lifetime mortgages and home reversion plans. Home reversion plans are a very small part of the market, as you are essentially selling all or part of your property to a company and then living there rent-free for the rest of your life. So the vast majority of equity release is lifetime mortgages. And when many people say equity release, this is what they're actually referring to. A lifetime mortgage is where you take a loan on your property to provide you with a lump sum and potentially draw down for funds in future. A lifetime mortgage is very similar to a mainstream interest-only mortgage, but the main difference is that the interest is added to the account on a regular basis and rolled up over the term. Some products will allow payments to be made to reduce the impact of this roll-up and the loan plus interest is repaid from the sale of the property either on death or the second death of the applicants or or when they move into long-term care. Um, There are also a couple of important things worth noting at this time. Although you don't have to make monthly payments, this is optional so you can make payments if you can afford and want to But the key is you don't have to, as opposed to a conventional mortgage where you must pay the interest. Also, it's important to note that a lifetime mortgage isn't just for when you're already living in a property. But if you need additional funds to purchase and you're over 55, it could be an option for you when purchasing too. This is done exactly the same way as a conventional mortgage. You're just usually putting down more deposit and only taking a relatively small loan. As discussed before, as the loan will only probably be 20 to 30% of the value in most cases, it means you'd need to be able to put down a deposit of 70 to 80% of the value of the property. It can be a little challenging with the time frames of a purchase as compared to usually the short term frames of equity release mortgage offers because these are normally only about two or three months. But the lenders are getting better at dealing with these kind of situations and some lenders are more flexible than others. It can be a really good option for someone struggling to get the property they need or leaving themselves with an emergency fund when a property purchase happens. Thank you. That's a really good explanation. So who is eligible um, to get an equity release mortgage? As I said before, it's individuals aged 55 and over. Although, as you don't have to make monthly payments, careful consideration must be made when you're at a younger age as the roll-up of interest where no monthly payments are made can be very substantial if you live a long time. But this is also why the no negative equity guarantee, which I'll touch more on in a moment, uh, provided by many lenders and endorsed by the Equity Release Council, is important. I'm a member of the Equity Release Council and they are a really important body in the equity release world. The Equity Release Council has set certain product standards that they recommend equity release products should meet And equity release members like myself should only say that a product they are offering meets these standards if it meets all of them. The Equity Release Council feels that products to be considered should meet these standards, that lifetime mortgage interest rates must be either fixed or if they are variable, 
There must be a maximum interest rate for as long as it lasts. You must have the right to stay in your home for the rest of your life or until you move into long-term care. This applies only if the property remains your your main home and you keep to the terms of the contract. You are allowed to move to another property as long as your equity release firm agrees the new property is suitable as security for the equity release loan. And when your property is sold, neither you nor the estate will have to pay anything anything else if the money raised is not enough to clear the loan to your equity release provider. And this is the negative no negative equity guarantee that I mentioned before. Um, equity release council members must make sure that you have received independent legal advice before you inter- enter into an equity release scheme. That's where somebody like yourself comes in, obviously. Yeah, of course. <laughs> if you take out a new plan with an ERC with an equity release council member, they must not charge you a penalty for making a loan repayment that is allowed under the terms of the agreement. And making partial repayments can save a lot on interest costs. You may need independent financial advice if you're thinking about making payments on your loan. And before you enter into an equity release plan, you should be given a clear and accurate explanation of what your equity release plan involves. The advantages and limitations of your plan should be clearly explained together with the terms and conditions. You should be given information about all the costs involved in setting up the plan, what will happen if you want to move to another property, how the plan affects your tax and how changing house prices may affect you. When they get independent legal advice from somebody like yourself, Kate, they should check that they understand what the scheme involves, the cost to them and the disadvantages involved, as well as the advantages. Sorry, that was a long explanation, but I think it really helps to illustrate how much the industry is doing to ensure the clients in equity release are the key priority and their needs are forefront to everything both you and I do. Yeah, no, definitely. That's a really good explanation. So how does it work when you pay back an equity release mortgage? Well, the loan and the rolled up interest is repaid by your estate when you either die or you move into long-term care. If you're part of a couple, the repayment is not made until the last remaining person living in the home either dies or moves into care, meaning that both you and your partner are free to live in your home for the rest of your lives. Okay, so also I think at, at this stage, it's also good to start thinking about getting the lasting power of attorney um, and having that registered because that will um, allow you to appoint somebody to give power to deal with your financial affairs or property or even both. Um, so this will kind of protect you when, when you're alive. Um, or you, And also if you lose your mental capacity to deal with yourself. Um, It's also really, really important to update your will and make sure that any executors and beneficiaries um, that you appoint are aware of your equity release mortgage, just so they know how to deal with it um, in the event that you go into a a care home or or you die. Yeah, it's always something I ask clients about just to make sure that that they do have these things considered and ideally in place, especially with the drawdown mortgage. Yeah, 100%. So... If I've got an equity release mortgage, would I still own my home outright? With a lifetime mortgage, yes. You you retain ownership of your home and interest on that loan is rolled up, compounded, and the loan and the rolled up interest is repaid by your estate. Um, Usually the estate will then sell the property and repay the loan and whatever's left is for the beneficiaries. However, with a home reversion product, the provider will purchase all or part of your house and taking into account your age, your health, 
um, and they'll provide you with a tax-free cash lump sum or regular payments and a lifetime lease, guaranteeing you the right to stay in your property rent-free for the rest of your life, but you no longer own your home with the home reversion, which is a key reason why I find a lot of clients are far more inclined to a lifetime mortgage, as keeping ownership of their home is usually a key priority when I speak to people. Yeah, no, I completely understand that. So would I be able to stay in my home until I pass away if I took out an equity release mortgage? Yes. As I mentioned earlier, repayment is not made until the last remaining person living in the home either dies or moves into care, meaning that both you and your partner are free to live in your home for the rest of your lives. That's brilliant. So if I'm over the age of 55, is an equity release mortgage my only option? Absolutely not. It totally depends on your situation. I have helped many clients over 55 to a conventional mortgage and to retirement interest only mortgages alongside other avenues such as personal loans, help from family, taking a lodger. So before deciding whether equity release is right for you, there's a lot more to consider. I've helped clients review wider options considering the different considerations in their situation. It's very important as part of the conversation that we discuss in detail all all the other options that can or should be considered and only if it is the right option for you would we proceed to look at the equity release options. That's really interesting so typically how much equity would I be able to take out of my property if I was going to get an equity release mortgage? I kind of touched on this earlier when I was talking about the purchases It, it really depends Um, It's usually between 20 to 50% of the value of your property. Um, But beware, the lenders will often be a little more conservative than an estate agent (laughs) would be. Uh, So make sure your expectations aren't too high on the value of your property. Um, But the upper end is really more for much older or or life-limited clients. The 20 to 30% is the most common size of loan that I see available for clients at at the more competitive rates. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. So if I took out an equity release mortgage, would this prevent me from moving properties in the future? No. Short answer. (laughs) Slightly longer answer. Many lenders um, allow you to transfer the loan with you um, if they're comfortable with the property you're moving to. Um, Some are for what's called a downsizing guarantee, um, that if they don't like the property, then they will let you complete the move without incurring the penalties and they'll but you'll be allowed to be released from your equity release at that point. Um, If you think it is something that you may consider, then it is important to ensure that that's been discussed, um, as it could be a factor which would make one lender a better fit for you than another. At worst case, you should be able to pay the fees to release yourself um, from the mortgage, but this isn't an ideal scenario. But in some situations, it might be the right option, so you would never be prevented Um, One caveat to mention here, though, is that if you have a mortgage that has been rolling up interest, then if you look to sell and move in future, careful consideration would need to be taken as to how much funds you'd have left in the property. Um, The lender might ask you to make part repayment of the loan if it's higher than they're comfortable with against a new property, or you might not have enough funds to complete a purchase if your loan has grown significantly. So again, all of these things are worth careful consideration with your advisor when you're discussing through equity release to consider the likely things that you may want to to consider in the future. Of course. Um, So what do you think the risks are when taking out an equity release mortgage? 
So like a lot of other financial solutions, there are potential pitfalls to be aware of. Equity release is suitable for some homeowners, but not others. Having all that information at your fingertips is vital when reaching a decision that works for you. Um, with, a, with a lifetime mortgage, a loan is secured against your home. Typically, interest will accrue and roll up before being added to the loan amount. We touched on it earlier, this is called compound interest. And it can significantly inflate how much needs to be paid back at the end of the plan. Um, as an example of compound interest, and this could increase the loan as a result. And if the interest rate was 7% per annum, uh, a £50,000 loan would double to 100000 in 10 years if no interest payments were made. If interest payments are made in full, you'd still owe the 50000 So you can see there that that, that is a, a risk because you are eroding. Um, an equity release plan will reduce the total inheritance you can leave to loved ones. It doesn't, however, mean that you can't leave any inheritance. Um, there is something called an inheritance protection guarantee, which allows you to protect a percentage of your home's future value, which can be given to loved ones after you pass away. Um, the proportion that you've chosen to protect can then pass to your beneficiaries when the plan comes to an end and the house is finally sold, regardless of how much is outstanding on the loan. Um, if you receive means-tested state benefits, the amount of tax-free money you release from your home could affect your eligibility of entitlement. So this is something you should discuss with your advisor in detail. Um, the main risk for borrowers who have traditional mortgages is that they find themselves unable to make their regular repayments. And if they get too far into debt, the lender may decide to go to court to get an order to repossess the property. The lender will then sell the property to recoup as much as possible of the money which it lent to the borrower. But with most equity release gains, you, the borrower, are not required to make regular repayments to the lender. So the question of not being able to afford to repay the loan simply doesn't apply. Um, as such, it is rare for a lender to take possession under an equity release plan. But as with every contract, failing to comply with the terms and conditions of, of an equity release plan could mean that the house might be repossessed. Examples would be failing to keep the property in a good state of repair, renting it out or subletting it are all sort of reasons why a contract could be considered breached on behalf of a borrower. Um, we should emphasise, though, that even if a contract is breached on the behalf of the customer, a lender would first give the borrower a warning about what they needed to put right. Um, it is true that instances of repossessions under equity release schemes have happened in previous decades when the product was unregulated. But nowadays, equity release is one of the most regulated financial products in the UK. And both the regulator and the industry itself are working to ensure as much as possible that there are no negative customer experiences. The industry aims to protect the good work that's taken place since then with regards to standards and its long-term reputation. In fact, the Equity Release Council is an organisation created exactly on this premise to ensure the individual's total peace of mind through their safety guarantees. Okay, great. So what do you think the benefits are then of taking out an equity release mortgage? There's a few. <laughs> <laughs> there are good, some good things, aren't there? Yeah. <laughs> it, it can give you a cash lump sum or regular monthly payments, and this can help with regular bills, home improvements, care costs, so on. Um, you can usually stay in the property for as long as you need to. You may be able to move as long as the new property is acceptable to the equity release firm. You can set aside part of your property value as an inheritance for your family members. Uh, you don't need to pay rent to the equity release provider. 
For lifetime mortgages, you may be able to choose whether to pay back the interest or let it build up. Uh, You only pay back the loan when you die or when your property is sold. For some lifetime mortgages, interest rates are either fixed or can't rise above the set level. For any Equity Release Council approved product, there is a guarantee that the total amount you owe cannot be greater than the value of the property. And you'll never have to pay tax on the equity released from your, your main home. Um, I would also say, though, that, that some important things to consider with equity release are, are also the following. You know, your equity is immediately less. Um, you may only be able to leave a smaller inheritance to other people when you die. A lifetime mortgage means that you're securing further borrowing against your home. For home reversion schemes, home reversion companies will usually pay a lot less than the full market value of their share of your property. And also, you'll no longer be the sole owner. If you die or sell your home shortly after taking out an equity release scheme, you could lose money. There may also be early repayment charges if you decide to repay what you owe within a short time of taking out the deal. If house prices fall, you may owe a greater percentage of your home's value. With a lifetime mortgage, if you live long enough, you could end up owing 100% of the property's value. Um, The money you get from equity release could affect the amount of benefits you're entitled to, although, as I said before, this should be discussed in detail in advance to ensure that that if this is potentially the case, you are aware and it's an active decision to proceed. Uh, You may need the the provider's permission for someone else to move in, such as a relative or a carer, and you usually need to get your provider's permission to move to another property. Uh, You'd have to pay costs for arranging the transaction with some lenders you pay for your property to be valued and there will be legal fees. Um, You'll still be responsible for paying all the usual bills such as council tax, gas and electricity and you may also need to pay for the building's insurance and you'll usually be responsible for repairs and maintenance so you may need to regularly set aside some money for this. That kind of feels like I'm ending on a bit of a negative and I really don't feel like that's the right tone so I think it's important for people to realise that Lifetime mortgages and home reversion schemes are regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. This means that firms which offer either type of scheme must follow the FCA's rules about equity release. Um, The FCA's rules say that equity release firms must take reasonable steps to make sure that any equity release products they recommend to you are suitable for you. Also, when the firm considers whether equity release is suitable for you, they should take into account how it will affect any benefits you receive and your tax position. As an advisor, we really have to be very confident that this is the right decision for you, that alternatives have been considered and taking an equity release product is right for you at this time. In my experience, it it can really be a game changer for people where they felt desperate and with only enough funds for existence, not living because they live in a house that's paid off but don't have any savings or enough money coming in for their needs, or an interest-only mortgage coming to an end of its term with no way to repay it. Sometimes even a smallish sum can be life-changing for somebody. So although it is very important to ensure that everything has been considered and it is definitely the right option for someone, taking into consideration all the advantages and disadvantages to the right people, it can be life-changing and liberating. It also just it also doesn't just have to be reserved for those who really need it. I also see clients who are more, we'll call it aspirational in their needs. They've worked hard all their lives and want to actually be able to enjoy their retirement and do all those things that they've dreamed of. They don't want to wait as they don't know what's around the corner. So they may want to release some funds to enjoy holidays, spend on family, improve their home so it suits them better, 
but not have to move from a home that they love or suits them for whatever reasons at that time. As such, whatever the reasons, it isn't for us to say it's right or it's wrong. It's about assessing the individual situation, what they want to achieve, what the right solution is for them to achieve their goals. We do always recommend that their families are aware of what they are doing, as it can be an issue if they find out later, but it isn't mandatory as every family has their own dynamics and what is right for one person won't be right for the next. Anyway, hopefully that gives you a bit of an insight into the world of equity release. And if anyone would like to discuss further, then I'd happily have a chat with them, discuss through and see where we go from there. That's brilliant. You've, you've definitely given us um, an insight into equity release mortgages. Even I've learned a few things um, during this podcast. So thank you so much for coming in today. Um, And thank you for giving that information to our listeners.